let's crack open a beer and share some thoughts. Welcome to the award-winning Opinions Podcast. I had to, come on mate. Yes, I, I expected nothing less, Steve. <laughs> well, of course, um, which is coming to you this week uh, post-Crimbo Crawl um, in Bristol from the confines of Moore's Taproom. Yep, they kindly opened up early for us. Yeah, very very nice little space that we've got here to, to do this year's look back at what was the Crimbo Crawl, but as always, we're not alone uh, this year. We've got our resident creative slash art director, uh, Clayton. Clayton, welcome to your annual appearance on Opinions. Hi, glad to be here again. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you practised that. Yeah, spent, um, spent all year doing that. Yeah. You emailed through the lines and I'm just reading them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're also joined by Simon Vicky from the Beers Without Frontiers podcast. Guys. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, you joined us for the Crimbo Call yesterday as well. Yes. So you're going um, to get involved in the chat about that and we're going to have a talk to you about what you're doing with Beers Without Frontiers as, as well. So... Let's get into it. Start at the beginning, lost and grounded. So we? Yeah. Um, How good were they? It was a great start yeah. to, to the day. Um, started out uh, over at Lost and Grounded, over just on the outskirts of Bristol. No idea. Yeah, yeah. No idea. Come on, everywhere we went, we had no idea where we were going. That's, that's true. Um, but they very kindly um, opened up their, their, their tap room for us. Um, I didn't realise until we left that they had actually opened it up just, just for, for us, us yesterday. Yeah. I thought they were having a, it was like a normal opening day for them and they'd be going on and they'd be serving people and it appeared that they actually came in for the day just to, to do that for us and wow did they look after us oh it was amazing well so we had two, two tours of the whole facility um, they split because we had so many people as well about 40 people yeah it's two tours 20 people and then they let us do a tasting of their beers we did six of their beers yeah I mean that they didn't have to do all of that no, but we also got to listen to, to Alex yeah. talking about his, his passion and it's clear the amount of planning that's gone into into that space and that brewery and I think he was saying, um, and were you guys on our tour or were you on... Did the we were on the first tour. Yeah, we did yeah, we the did first, first tour, yeah. So, so Alex was he was saying to us that because I said to him I said oh you've clearly got space to expand here and he was like oh yeah all the plans are already drawn up mm. and we know what will go where when the time is right to increase the capacity mm. it's a massive space yeah it's a great space and the way they've laid out the tap room with the brewery right all the sil- shiny silver stuff behind it mm-hmm. looks really good mm. but yeah I mean you know starting off with Keller Pills yesterday yeah so what, what do you think of the beers like I say we tried, tried six beers the Keller Pills was the top one for me it was just beautiful. It was clean, crisp, refreshing. Everything you want from a, a lager-style beer, but just done really well, rather than just bland yeah. and fizzy. It's not really that fizzy either, was it? No, but it was, like I say, it was, it was the perfect start at the beginning of the day yeah. as, as the first beer. And then we did it as part of the tasting, but then Alex also insisted that we did it at the end of the tasting, uh, of the tasting yeah. as well, to just show just how versatile Which I thought was a nice is, touch, actually. Beer. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's obviously a beer that he's very, very proud of. Massively, and, and, as, and as rightly well. so. It should be, yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think it was, just, it was a cracking start to the day. We were there for, what, two and a half hours in the end? Uh, yeah, a while. We left at half one? Yeah. So they looked yeah. after us while we were there. Very much so. Hey, right, and so. quite a few people, I saw quite a few people buying some beers. Merch as yeah. well. Yeah. Hats and stuff. Yeah, we bought the hats. We bought some hats, yeah. didn't yeah. you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We merged so, up. Yeah. Merged yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> so what were the, uh, any, any highlights of the, of the beers for you guys? Um, oh, oh, for just, me, Saison Davon, I've always loved. 
I've had that before anyway, and I absolutely love that. Um, so yeah, that was that was really good. I did end up accidentally doing a bit of a um, my own blend. <laughs> what, <laughs> did, what do you say accidentally? <laughs> <laughs> so before the talk started, we'd got a saison Dave on. Then um, what was the other one? The um, I can't read. Hop hand fallacy. Hop hand fallacy. Oh, that was it. That's the one we'd had first. Yeah. As a waiting for the talk, so I'd got that in the glass. Then the saison Davon came out. And I ended up pouring it into the wrong glass. I ended up pouring it into the glass that had still got some of the hop ham fall- fallacy in it. <laughs> Instead of it's the glass that It's a bit, of, a, that bit of an early time for blending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. An, an accidental blend. Yeah. But, I have to say, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> a new thing being started. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else on the table were like, what are you doing? It's going to be horrible. And I was like, actually, this really works. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, definitely some, some great beers. They're a favourite brewery of mine anyway, but the Hop Hand Fallacy, you know, 4.4%. It's a kind of Belgian-inspired sort of sessionable beer. Um, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And and then the big stuff, the Apophenia Triple, just super drinkable. I'm glad you said that one because I can't pronounce it. So thank you very much. <laughs> That's why we have guests on the show. Exactly. Because they can pronounce stuff properly. Yeah, well, that, 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 forward, that triple yeah. was lovely. You could, look, you could easily lose yourself with that beer because it didn't taste... Up to up to that nine percent mark, which yeah, we, we got quite excited over that one and was yeah. drinking quite a lot of our table share <laughs> of, of that. Is that the one you accidentally poured more than you meant to? That's possibly that. <laughs> <one, yeah. laughs> accidental pouring, accidental yeah, yeah. blending. Yeah, yeah. What, what could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, as you're about to find out, <laughs> yeah, quite, quite a lot went wrong. Uh, well, for some of us, at least. Um, so yeah, I mean that was a great t- start today, and I just uh, I, I do want to really publicly thank um, Annie and uh, Alex for what they did for us yesterday. Like like I say, it was very much above and beyond what we expected, but it was oh, a, well, I it was, was expecting a, it was a lovely start. To, two to and the, just a bar being open. Yeah, yeah. I know I would have been happy with that. Yeah, yeah. But they even printed out um, Crimbo Crawl tasting notes for oh, no. us. Yeah. Which we've, uh, I think we've kept a couple of those, so we'll yeah. post a picture of that. But it was lovely. Yeah, maybe, maybe we could, uh, now we're award winners, maybe we could sign them and, and <laughs> run, <laughs> run it as a competition. <laughs> framed as well? <laughs> Signed and framed, limited yeah. edition. <laughs> see, if it, see if we've got the original beer marks on it. Yeah, so, see, none of this has gone to my head at all. No, <laughs> no it's, it's, oh dear. <laughs> But you, you now you now have your award as well, Steve. You I, I do, yes. Which that was. Thank you. You um you, you brought it along and presented it to, to me yesterday, which was very much unexpected, um, and I did appreciate that. And it um and then you made me do a speech as well. Yes. Was, yeah. yeah. I thought you'd feel awkward doing that, so that's why I insisted. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> that's for that. that's all right. Really, really appreciate. But it's it. better than doing it later in the day. That's true. Because yeah. I had thought about it, me and Clayton had spoken about. It, I thought about doing it in hearing more. I'm glad I chose Lost and Grounded. Oh no, because well, Lost and Grounded was essentially a, a private party. Well, but yeah, once I realised it was just us, yeah, I thought, yeah, that works actually. Yeah. Um, so it felt like the right place to do it. Yeah. Most most people stuck with us for the day as well, didn't they? We did still have quite a big group towards the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was quite, all, you know, I was pleasantly surprised about that as well yeah. because it's a long day. And I thought Lost and Grounded would attract quite a few people, but I think most people sort of stuck with it. Yeah. It was a long day, and as we then proceeded to find out as well, there were quite some big gaps between some of the places that we had chose to visit. Yeah, we, obviously, well, I've got a boot on at the moment for my foot anyway, yeah. but that hampers us a little bit. But yeah, it felt like there was space. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of room between venues. Yeah. So, uh, so we left Lost and Grounded, and uh, we went to the Barley Mow. And uh, ruined their ruined their Saturday afternoon by having forty people turn up. Because <laughs> yeah. I already had quite a gr- big group in. Didn't yeah, they? Um, it was like a group of women that were obviously out for the day yeah. and decided they were going to go to this nice, quiet, back street, <laughs> quiet pub. 
and then suddenly 40 beer geeks descend <laughs> yeah. through the doors and start drinking and shouting and quaffing on about how great beer is yes <laughs> yeah but they did it I mean there's some nice cask on in there yeah, so, yeah we uh, went for cast didn't we, we yeah. went straight in on, on the Bristol, cask now. Bristol Beer Factory and then I had something uh, Shangri-La from Arbor oh okay not having had enough Arbor the night before. The previous night. I mean, we haven't even mentioned... <laughs> the pre crimbo the, the, the pre-Crimbo call, yeah, but we'll come, we won't go yeah. on to that. Um, so we were only in there, not, we weren't in there for long, and essentially it was a bit of a, it was a, bit of a holding pen yeah, for it's us. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, five minutes from where we are now and more. Yeah. So it was a handy place to go to. It was a nice pub, though, in itself. It was a lovely pub. So I was, yeah. I was pleased. What I was like about the Crimbo calls is it's, it's the actual pubs you get. It was a great range of beers they had on as well. Like yeah. I said, they had some really good cask, but they had a lot of really good keg selections. Yeah, so well. I got the High Wife, yeah. didn't I? They had, yeah. But they had some good taps on. Yeah. And it was a nice little place, nice space out the back, I think, as well. Oh, people. I didn't see that. I think, I think a few people went out the back. Yeah. There's a courtyard bit out the back. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if it had been nice weather, you got a bit out the front as well. So, yeah, it was nice. But, yeah, then we came, came to more. We did, which is only a five minute walk around the corner. So, one of, one of the shorter walks of. Probably the, the, <laughs> the shortest walk. Uh, and that's, that was between. Volunteer and small bar. Oh yeah, literally over the road. Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> Which I wouldn't know. Again, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. On, we'll come on to that. Um, but the reason why we were kind of holding uh, at the barley mode because we wanted to get to more for just after two o'clock because they had some special beers releasing yes. yesterday. So they have they, they've done um, three double stouts. Yes. They've not called them imperial stouts. They've called them double stouts. So you've got a base version, and then there's two. Um, barrel aged versions as well and they were releasing yesterday afternoon and of course what could possibly go wrong drinking imperial stouts at, at half two in the afternoon, in the afternoon. so guys <laughs> out of the three imperial stouts that we decided to have mid-afternoon did you have a favourite? Um, this is where I got to fess up and actually say that I'd started pacing myself at this point so I tried a couple of other people's but I didn't actually uh, go through them all, um, which is possibly why I don't feel too bad right now. Uh, <laughs> You're ruining the whole vibe of the Grimbo Crawl and the Day After podcast. <laughs> oh. um, We're getting the look now, aren't we? Yeah, you know, sure. yeah. like, what? You didn't try them? But Vicky, you, you, you tried them, didn't you? <laughs> uh, again, I just had some sips of other people like you do. Um, I think for me, it's not my favourite style, that kind of thing. I like, I like stouts, but when they're do their imperial sometimes if they're too boozy and like you said at half past two in the afternoon yeah. it probably was a bit I was like yeah I think I tried the was there a rum one yeah there's rum a and, there's yeah. a standard one there's a whiskey one and there's a, yeah so you've yeah. the straight whiskey and rum yeah yeah I think yeah I had a fair bit of the straight one that was good but yeah, yeah. But I think this is something that we've said recently about not impy stouts in particular it's, it's very, very rare these days that you find a, a pure impy stout yeah. that hasn't got adjuncts or is supposed to taste like ice cream or pastry or whatever. Yeah. To find a pure, just imperial stout, which the base version of, of, of that beer was essentially that, was and it, it was just so tasty as well. well. For me, it was the best out of the three. Yeah. The base beer. And again, we, I know we haven't spoken much about Arbor, but we did a bit of a... Uh, stout tasting there as well in the end yeah and the base version their breakfast stout coming in at 7.4% was better than the barrel aged iterations the, the three barrel aged iterations was three? we decided we were going to try all of them well that's because <laughs> someone said they were, they were there <laughs> well yeah got to catch them all yeah <laughs> uh, but the, the base version was the best one I thought the base version yesterday was the best yeah. one as well what, what did you think Clay? yeah I agree thank you <laughs> <laughs> Clayton saves his creativity for other times. Yes. <laughs> without a doubt. 
So yeah, so we were here for a while, and we also um, more put on uh, a bit of a chat for us as well. Yeah. That's uh, one of the brewers talking through the the sounds, which is very good. As, as well. Ben and I, we were all, it was quite busy yesterday, even before we turned up. It was, but we kind of where we're sat now, we kind of ended up taking over this end of the bar. Yes. Yes, yeah, that's because other people just decided to move away from us. Yeah, they <laughs> took one look at the group and were like, Because the know, table behind yeah. where you're sitting <laughs> yeah, now, not having any of that. They, they left. Yeah. <laughs> and there was one person on the phone there, then they looked up and went, oh, everyone's gone. Yeah. <laughs> we know how to clear a room. <laughs> Easily, yeah. 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 It's a skill. Yeah. Home David, many Kurimbo calls. <laughs> <laughs> so then we finished here and we walked back into town, which again... Yep. I thought it was a little bit closer than it, <laughs> and it wasn't. It was it was quite a long walk and it felt like we was walking for ages. Yes, it got dark. Y- yeah, we left here when it was still light. By the time we got to town, it was it was it was actually dark. Yeah, and, um, we ended up making a bit of a, a diversion on our route and ended up in Brewdog. As yes, you do, as you do. Yes, why wouldn't you? Come well, all the way. It was there, wasn't it? I think we were so thirsty after the after the walk <laughs> that we just needed a bit. Yeah, but everyone, most a lot of people came in though, and um, what do you mean, like so? Lots of people have plenty to say about Breedog, but customer service was tops. Oh, without there. a doubt, yeah. And, and you know, like you say, people will know that I am Have not the their greatest fan of the way that they do a lot of their things, but the customer service that we experienced in there yesterday afternoon on a busy Saturday afternoon at the beginning of December was out of this world. Yeah, and Nitro Pour Jet Black Car. Yeah. Which was absolutely delicious. And... To coin a phrase, these two were being sensible. That was that was our sensible beer. That was our sensible beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Notice the word beer. <laughs> Just the one. What we'd normally call a porter break, but in, yeah. in this instance, yeah. it's still a bit of a stout break. Still ordered a pint, though, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we hadn't just had enough stouts. No. Oh no, 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 we'll just have more stout. Yeah, yeah. So um, then after that, this is where things start beginning to get a little bit hazy for me. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the beer sense of the word, obviously, but um, this is uh, yeah. We didn't do any hazy beers, but we uh, no. a wild beer, wasn't it? Yeah, wild, so it's wild beer at Whopping Malt. Yeah, so it's, it's, more of a, it's almost got a restaurant feel, I think. Yeah. It's how, it, how it feels. Yeah. 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 Um, which we didn't partake in the food bit again. No. no. <laughs> yeah. But we were joined by a co founder of, of Wild Beer, Brett, yep. who um, was good enough to take us through. Great name for somebody who runs Wild Beer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it, was, it was good enough to take us through um, a tasting of their standard modus. Yeah, and then the iced modus, which, yes, is, which the is their special release, wasn't it? Version of it. Um, thoughts on those? I, I'm a big fan of modus operandi anyway, and it was tasting tip top last night. That was really, I say last night, late yeah. afternoon, yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was, I thought it was beautiful. Even in my slightly damaged state, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah good beers. I mean, the, the modus operandi is that's kind of like base beer, isn't it? It's a, it's a Flanders red by style, isn't yeah. it? And um, I found that to be, that's about 7%, isn't it? Uh, it's great, it's got those sort of like tartness to it and stuff, but the iced modus is almost double the strength and that's a different beast altogether, isn't oh, it really? Yeah, yeah for me, it doesn't feel like the same beer almost. No. No. Oh, it didn't feel like a beer because obviously it was, it was flat. There was no carbonation in it because of the process that it's been through. It's a nice spot. Yep. Um, but I was quite happily sitting in the corner enjoying iced modus. Yeah, because it wasn't to everyone's taste, so a few of them got left, didn't they, Steve? <laughs> yeah. And and then they were gone. 
Yeah, and, and then I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think I, I, I think we worked out this morning that possibly I might have been minesweeping in, in, in the corner. Yeah, so I think the wheels got loosened in more yeah. and fell off at Wildbeer. Yeah, because I, I don't remember anything after Wildbeer. <laughs> I remember some walking and I remember some photos ta- being taken outside. We did some photos in front of Christmas trees. Yes, and we've got and people taking photos of us trying to do a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we did make it to was it three tons? Yes, we did. Yeah. We all made it to the three tons. Um, you only just with your boot up that hill. Yes, it was quite a steep oh, yeah. hill. Yeah. That suddenly was like there was a hill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. See, I, I had, the only recollection I have of being in there was quite a blurry picture of, of the, the the pub sign on my phone this morning, and the fact that I had a beer on a list that I don't remember ordering at, at any point, which I've since found out was the beer that you yeah. bought when we were in there. Yeah, and then um, you were moaning, going, you you were saying, yeah, there is a beer for you. It's somewhere on the bar, and I picked it up, and I was making my way around people to get to you, and all I heard was you two yeah. having a go, going. You thought I didn't get you a beer? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. And then suddenly I appear and hand the beer and you're like, see? Yeah, thank you very much, see? And then, and then by all accounts, what was the phrase that we used? Oh, yeah, I had a bit of a diva moment. Yeah. <laughs> Decided I was going to leave. And you all sat in the pub and watched me walk the wrong way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, you got up. You said, I can't remember exactly what you said, but you looked really pleased with yourself. And then outside, you, you grinned at us. We thought, okay, well, he's going away somewhere. And then the two locals near us said, he's going the wrong way, though. <laughs> I, I think maybe... And we, yes, none of us came out to tell you. Me, me being pleased with myself, my thing, I, I reckon I probably had the thought, if I go now, I'll get to the next place before everyone else, so I'll be first there and I'll just be able to have a quiet beer in the corner. Yes, yeah. but you went the wrong way, so the plan fell went apart Went the wrong really way, quickly. got completely lost, found the last venue, small bar, went in there, there was no one in there, so I got a bit upset that no one was in there. <laughs> <laughs> thought I'd missed you all. So went off back to the hotel. We were probably in the uh, the Royal Naval Volunteer. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, as the remaining host. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to take the, the rest of it from we, here. We decided to stick to the uh, the Crimbo Call route, and we went to the Royal Na- is it Royal Naval Volunteer? Famous. Royal Famous. Famous. Yes. So it's quite a mouthful. Um, that was a nice pub. I thought yeah. there was a nice yeah. place in there. Not far from the small bar, Steve. So you probably could have waved at us. From there. I bet you're probably all sitting in there watching me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were sitting. It was too busy to sit down. Yeah. It was rammed, wasn't it? It was yeah. busy. Yeah. Um, but it's that, it's that time on a Saturday evening. Yeah, Friday, yeah. Isn't it? Saturday night vibe in there. It yeah. Was, yeah. But it was, I thought it had a nice feel to it at the pub. Mm-hmm. What did we have in there, Clay? Uh, we had Bristol Beer Factory's Stairway to Brussels. Thank you very much. What did I think of it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't talk to you about the actual beer. So oh, okay. I, I, I didn't garner your it's opinion. rubbish. <laughs> what did you guys have? Did you enjoy your beer? You're just hoping they had the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I did. I had Stairway to Brussels, Bristol. Uh, Can I get tasting notes? <laughs> yeah, red ale. Oh, I no, I wasn't doing tasting notes at that point. I was just <laughs> prodding the buttons to say I had, I had the beer. Um, it's a red ale, wasn't it? It was quite a rye kind of red oh, ale. It's quite, I think it was quite sweet, actually. It, it had a bit of a Belgian taste to it, which is probably where the Brussels reference comes in. Yeah, Belgian. Yeah, there we go. Belgian red. It was, it was, I enjoyed it, actually. And then we went the great distance over the road, about 50 yards, maybe not <laughs> yeah. even that, to the small bar. We didn't see you in there, Steve. Uh, 20 no, yards. Left. You'd already left. I thought, you, no, I thought none of you were coming. <laughs> <laughs> you could have messaged us. <laughs> And I think Clayton did message you later on as well. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Did I reply? <laughs> no. no. Oh, I'm still waiting. <laughs> oh, okay. Hashtag diva. Um. <laughs> I phoned you to see where you were. Did you? Yeah. Did I speak to you? Yeah. 
You spoke to me in Una. We <laughs> 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 were like, I'm at the hotel, not coming back. Oh, you we were like, oh, come on. Yeah. I was done. I'd, I'd got I'd got comfort. I'd got my jammers on. I, was, I wasn't coming back out again. This is all stuff no one needed to hear. I know. Um, so then we so we went to the the small barn. I think we did actually manage to find a, a table in there. Take eventually, over, yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah. Got a bit of space, and um, yeah. I promptly ignored all the stained beers, all the local beers, and had Colonel. I probably would have done the same had I been with you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it was nice. The Centennial Cascade, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Centennial yep. Cascade Pale Ale. Yeah. Yep, that was on form, on point, and uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. No, it was good. What did you have the same, the Colonel? I finished on the Colonel. Before that, I did go for one of the stone beers because they're not that readily available um, around here. And uh, yeah, I went for the Cocoa Power Porter, which was just masses of coffee. Masses. I start, I didn't realise how coffee it was until I started drinking it. I thought, oh, I'm not going to sleep tonight. No. <laughs> <laughs> but so I thought it would have been the perfect beer for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Had <laughs> I been there. Well, you did go there. Did you not have a beer when you went in? No, because I couldn't oh. find anyone. I was like, well, I'm not drinking on my own. Well, that's what you wanted to do, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but something happened. Oh, all right? It's, it's the, of clearly the copious amounts of iced novice that I shouldn't have been drinking. <laughs> yeah, wheels off. Yeah. Wild beer. Yeah. It's always good to pinpoint that moment, though. Yeah. Uh, but I think we finished at quite sensible times. I think we left the pub between yeah. half ten and eleven-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So quite yeah, a sensible so end to the uh, the crew Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Late enough to have got everything done. Has anyone, anyone got a highlight of the day then? Well, I was just going to say it's um, just a bit of a different feel this this year in terms of it was very easy to kind of plan. We, we always try and plan like a, almost a circular route, so you you always got a start and finish point, but we kind of started off over one side of the city and essentially tracked our way over the other side and there was a bit of a backwards and Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on the, on the cities you go to. Yeah. I mean, places like Leeds and Manchester, everything you can do quite close, really, mm. and probably don't even need public transport or taxi a lot of the time. Yeah. But here, I think, to get to the places we want, definitely wanted to go to, so even if you just say wild beer more and lost and grounded, then there was distance. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about that. But like, yeah. when we started planning it, Lost and Grounded and Mole were right at the top of the list in, in yes. terms of, we, we're going to Bristol, we have to do these two places, yes. without a doubt. And yep. everything else just built around yeah. that. But highlight-wise, without a doubt, it would have been Lost and Grounded yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Plus, yes. plus one here. Yeah, yeah definitely. Plus two. I think just then, yeah. everything they did for us, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was like the ideal start. For the day, totally. yeah. perfect. Got everyone, everyone was in a cracking mood by the time we left. Everyone's ready for the rest of the day, yeah. and the weather didn't turn out too bad either. No, it was, it was all right. Yeah. So, you know, I think that it was a cracking start. But <clears throat> yeah, I, I still enjoyed the the stouts here at more, and I did enjoy uh, trying them iced. Is it the iced modus? Iced modus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, that was good of them to. It was quite decent measures they brought out as well. Mm-hmm. To be fair, yeah. wasn't it, Steve? <laughs> very decent <laughs> as you had a pint of it <laughs> yeah um, but we weren't content with just doing the Saturday this year were we no 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 we, we, did, we decided to turn it into a pre-crimbo well, well we, we were arriving in town early anyway early-ish yep. on, on Friday afternoon and we wanted to try and hit up a couple of the other tap rooms that, that are in town yeah which we knew um, we wouldn't really be able to do on the Saturday yeah. so we went to Arbor yep via, um, via the Google Maps which was shit. Yes. 
UK. Do not use Google Maps in Bristol, listeners. Yeah. That's my public health warning for you. Get a cab. <laughs> that was that was a nice evening. Yeah, it's really weird because I mean it is a porter cabin, isn't it? Effectively, it's yeah. a porter cabin. So, and I'd, I'd heard this mentioned on Twitter prior to us, uh, prior to us going over as well. And uh, I just thought, well, what can we expect really? But you know, it was a warm porter cabin. Yeah. It had some beer there. Only two keg lines, wasn't there? But yeah, a yeah. massive selection of stuff in the fridge. Yeah, I was disappointed not to see some of their beers on cask. I'll be honest, because I think some of the beers I think are we suited. Were both surprised at, at that yeah. because yeah, like you say, they do do a range of beers that are particularly suited to, to, yeah. to cast dispense. But well, yes, once we discovered the fridge, and mm-hmm. people started turning up as well. <laughs> well, it was almost like when we first get got in there, it's probably fair to say we we're a little bit taken aback by how sparse it was in, yeah. in terms of just mm-hmm. the two keg lines. Yeah, the no cars, and, and then just almost the having walking out. And I, and I think we said, well, well, we'll have a beer and, and then we'll leave. And we were about to leave, and some people turned up. So, oh, we'll have a beer. And yeah. We'll, we'll go after this one, and then some more people turned up, and then suddenly there were like 12 at the table. <laughs> we discovered there was a range of impy stouts in the fridge, and that was that. Yep. Happy Friday. Well, <laughs> but we didn't stop just there. Oh, no. The sensible thing would have been to stop there, yeah. but no, we decided we wanted to go to Wiper and True. Yes. And, as well. But the beer we had there, first of all. Oh, Phantasmagora. Yeah. Lovely. Tank Fresh IPA. Beautiful beer. <gasps> That was oh, delicious. Wow. Yeah, that was a yeah. brewery exclusive as well, wasn't yeah. it? I don't think they packaged it or it's available anywhere else. And oh, really? I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's what it said on the board. board yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that was superb. It was just a perfect beer to have yeah. there night, especially after the Impie Stouts. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, and it's a nice little space uh, yeah, yeah. they've got there. Yeah. Good range of beers. I mean, I think I had the, I think I had the Milk Stout after that. Yeah, was, yeah we did nice. have that as well. Yeah, we yeah. had that. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of that one anyway. Yeah. It's one of those ones which, although there's a big craze for doing the whole pastry type stouts that feels like it was more of an old fashioned milk stout and what is it sits around about four is it four you said yeah yeah so it's quite it's a nice bags of flavour though I found it really fresh as well because yeah. it, it was served cold as yeah. well and that worked really well for yeah, me yeah so it warmed up a little bit didn't yeah. it as well when yeah. you're drinking it but yeah that was nice then um, th- then we did call it a night well because they told us to leave yeah they I, mean, were, they were, they were, I think they wanted to close up and go home apparently yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it was, it was nice to have that kind of um pre-session on the Friday night almost yeah. to, to, to hit some of the places that we knew we couldn't do on the Saturday. Yeah. Oh, and thanks to Terry for, for buying chips for everyone. Oh, yes. Yeah, and those, those, those and prawn crackers. Were an absolute winner. Yeah. If he could have done that oh, yesterday as well, crackers. that would be really handy. Oh, yeah. Terry, why didn't you buy it in the second yeah. day? <laughs> well, you did try and ask him and he was like... Yeah, he wasn't having any of it, yeah. was he? Yeah. <laughs> but yes, the chips were most welcome. Yeah. And um, so next year... Yeah, we'll do it all again, we'll but we'll, we'll see if we can get the wheels to come off later, Steve. <laughs> Much later. Okay, and yeah. we've, uh, we have just announced where next year's will be. Down to Manchester. Yeah. Next year. Apparently on Connor Murphy's birthday. Exactly, so There's down in flames, right. Connor. So we are very much expecting to con- Connor to be out with us for the day. Exactly. No pressure, Connor. Yeah, none whatsoever, but um, obviously it's a bit far in advance to start thinking about next year. I mean, we've only just, much like the uh, the Coca-Cola advert, now we've had the Crimbo Crawl, Christmas can start. Yes, it's launched. People can start celebrating Christmas now. Yeah, because I think Lost and Grand did only put their Christmas decorations up yesterday for us. Yeah, So specifically. Yeah, just for us. Yeah. So it's very good of them. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, both the Friday night and the Saturday were, were cracking and meeting new people and reacquainting with some old faces as well. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was, like, like I say, it was a nice crowd that we had. Yeah, I mean, that as well. people from Scotland turn up. I know. 
every year. Yes. Wouldn't, wouldn't be the Crimbo Crawl without Ron. No, exactly. Yeah. Our, our pro- <laughs> Ron, our production manager. Yeah. <laughs> who's who's, who's sitting in the background now, chuckling yeah. into his cup of coffee. Yeah, thinking, <laughs> thinking it's not as good as when you just listen to it and they can see us as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you won't need to listen to this one. Yeah, no, you still need to download it, Ron. Yeah, stats. <laughs> it's all about the stats. That's quite a nice segue into podcasts. Yes. Um, we are joined by, as we said at the beginning, Simon and Vicky from Beers Without Frontiers. And we have beer. Yes, so uh, the first bit we were, we were drinking coffee. We were, because the taproom wasn't actually open. Yes, they opened so we could come in and record, but yeah. they hadn't opened to serve beer. However, we have paused. We now have beer. And what, what is it we're now drinking? How do you say it? Battalus? Yeah. Battalus. It's the straight version which we referred to earlier. So this is the base beer, isn't it? Double stout. Eight point something percent. Five past twelve. Yeah, I was going to say, can we get a, can we get a time check? Yeah, please? five past twelve. Uh, we're not all on that though. No, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of dark beer on the table. <laughs> yeah, Vicky, you have something yeah, particularly light. Do it together. Which is what did it say? Was it mango? Mango, mango tea. 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 Oh, yeah. Probably ticks yeah. all of your boxes there, Steve. Yeah. Tea and mango. Every single one of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so cheers. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Well, welcome to the show. Oh. Mm, that is oh, delicious. Mate, that is really delicious. Doesn't it hasn't got that boozy hit really, has it? No, no. And I've just noticed there are cans in the fridge as well, so I'm going to find as much space as I've got left in my suitcase to put cans of this. Full of cans of this, yeah. I yeah. think it meant train beer. <laughs> That's not. That, that, we're not ruling that. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. just thinking, surely they only need to stay in the case until you get to the train t- station, and then they'll. Oh, people are making such assumptions about us. <laughs> So the thing is, if they go in the case, they're going to get rumbled over pavements, and then I'm going to open them on train, and we all know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going okay. to spray the carriage in dull style. Okay, so Coach G for you. Yeah. <laughs> Coach F for us, Clayton. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Um, so, Simon, Vicky, um, Beers Without Frontiers, been yep. going nearly a year now, hasn't it? Yep. We were just kind of decided to, to start up a podcast about a year ago, because we were talking about it uh, on the Sheffield crimbo crawl weren't we um so yeah we've been going for a year and um basically just kind of i know there's a whole bunch of podcasts popping up all over the place at the moment but we're kind of trying to focus a little bit on a midlands scene west midlands kind of sort of thing really and and talk to people um you know brewers and people in the beer bubble in uh, in the west midlands really so who else is on the show with you because it's more than just you two isn't it Yes, uh, our co-host is Charles, uh, who sadly can't be here today. Not sure why, but um, <laughs> uh, he's probably playing golf. Um, so uh, yeah, there's the three of us uh, that just kind of uh, put a show together, put it out once a month, and um, you know, hopefully, um, get some engagement from people and, and people find it interesting enough to to listen to. And we'll occasionally get other people that we know locally and with friends in yeah. every now and then, to just to give it a little bit more of a different voice so to speak and you know get different opinions depends on what we're talking about as well um was it with the when we just did the brute one that was just the three of us wasn't it that's right some shows but, are just yeah. us kind of talking about beers and we did a themed one on brute ipas because that was the kind of hot topic at the time and other times we'll we'll talk to breweries you know we've interviewed um twisted barrel and coventry and uh, the newly launched uh, Machinistas Brewery, uh, also just set up in Coventry as well. So, you know, and, and it's just kind of shining a light on some of these uh, breweries and, and people involved with them that um, may go a little bit under the radar of the big hype cities of Manchester and Leeds and London. So just trying to do our bit for our neck of the woods, really. Well, I think, that, I think that's a good idea, and I think that's where 
when new podcasts do come up from different areas and then they focus on the, the, the region, I like that because it does give me a, an insight which I wouldn't normally have had. So Sam Men Behaving Badly featuring like the Market Harbour Leicestershire scene. You guys are doing that Midlands thing. Sheffield cast doing Sheffield. And we've got, you know, Miles popping in and out doing north north of that. Who? So <laughs> Miles used to be number one fan. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember remember him? Vaguely. Yeah, ish. Tall fella. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's really good when people do focus there because I think it's probably something which we don't really do. Um, no, but we also made a conscious effort not to do yes. that as, as well because obviously we are we're, we're, we live in Essex. Our beer scene is very London, and it, we think that essentially London gets enough shouting about it done. So and there's not much to shout about in Essex a lot of time. No, there's nothing to shout about in Essex. Um, but we've only, we've only just started canning. Yeah, I know. Um, so we, you know, we obviously purposely avoided focusing on doing a regional theme, and obviously we just we, we do what we do. Yeah. But I, I think I think it is good when when you get to sit and listen. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the, the the most recent show that you did with Machinistas. It, it was great listening to essentially what sounds like a, a really small brewery that a small batch brewing in their garage. Absolutely, yeah. a Pico yeah, yeah, brewery, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Um, and and it's. Uh, their stuff is probably not going to make it out of the Midlands at all, but you know it's one of those things for the for our listeners that are somewhere in the Midlands that may pick up some of their beer somewhere in Birmingham or Coventry or whatever. It's worth kind of shining a light on them and letting people know that they're they're out about. But like they were saying as well, it's that whole thing about they're very keen in Coventry and as well to get that more breweries going, so you get that beer scene going in there, and then if we can get get a local podcast that can also help with that, it, it's, it's just all of that whole promotion and just yeah, carrying on with that, isn't it? Lifting it all up, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. Leeds and Manchester, and to obviously, I think right. take London out of it, sort of, but they can feed on themselves now because as soon as someone else joins, they know that they've already got a scene there to get yeah. into. Yeah, I think Coventry and other parts of the Midlands definitely having to create that and probably still got a little way to go. I think on, on the machination of the one, they talk, you talked about maybe you could do a crawl one day and go through a few different places, but you probably mm. wouldn't repeat it straight away either yeah. because yeah. You, you've ticked the main places to go yeah. to. So, yeah, there is obviously still a scene to be created, but it's definitely starting. Yeah. You know, when you've got people like Twisted Barrel, yeah. it's a good starting point to have because mm-hmm. yeah. they've got lovely space over the Fargo village yeah, and yeah. they do make some cracking beers. Absolutely. But yeah. it's like even in Birmingham, like, you know, three, four years ago... It was literally the city centre to go. Now suddenly we've got all these um, different areas we can go to. There's the jewellery quarter, and there's a few places around there, and then there's obviously the city centre. The trouble with Birmingham is public transport getting out to some of the other. Yeah, um, I remember that's what they said when yeah, we went up there to yeah. record. Yeah, when you, went, you recorded with um, Bob and, and Sarah, yeah. Sarah and whatever. And was uh, there. they said it was the public. They said it's getting yeah. better though. Yeah. But it's it, that's where it's still slightly fragmented. But at least you have got now where you can kind of go right. If we get ourselves over to yeah, I think so. I think what's happening now though is that little dots are joining up. You know, there is now talk locally of a Sturchley, which is a suburb of Birmingham, a Sturchley Mile, where you're getting like there's a brewery there. There's the the famous Cottage Wines, one of the best bottle shops in the country, and. Uh, there's Attic Brewery just set up, and as uh, say, Glasshouse Brewery, and and this is all getting to the point now where you can have half a dozen things within a mile's walk, and they all join up like that. So yeah, once you got yourself there, yeah. you got yourself a whole day's worth of drinking. Yeah, That's but having those bits in between where you haven't got like we had just said that the gaps would always 
attract people as well because people we, we like things to be easy don't we really yeah. oh yeah and yeah, so if you do create a place where you've got like half a dozen like I say let's stay or yeah. a pre-Crimbo crawl event in 2020 <laughs> <laughs> just jumping two years ahead there on, 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 on just the pre-crawl planning yeah pre-crawl planning well he just he just described a perfect pre-Crimbo crawl event yeah. in Stetchley <laughs> This really is like the Olympics now, isn't it? When, when cities are announced two years ahead. Yeah, unfortunately. They've won the bid. Unfortunately, no one bribes us, though. There's no brown paper envelopes. We, we do also have uh, the next couple of years in mind as well, after, after yeah. the two that we've, we've announced now. Constantly but planning. Constantly yeah. planning. It's, it's all Steve does. Got to share the love. That's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, we can, we, but that's it, and that's what you guys are doing with it. You know, like you were saying, you've got people come down from Scotland and all places to this. You're doing that. Um, getting people together and it's just it becomes a wider bit yeah but it's you know it's good we never want the, the either the crawl or the podcast or the engagement to be exclusive no. so by actual doing stuff and turning up because you know we still have to you know we're, we're still booking our own trains we're doing the hotels we tried to put a crawl together uh, Boke and Bailey helped us out with some of that yeah. so advised a few places also suggested a few places probably wouldn't be suitable just on numbers on a Saturday um, but we want to meet people as well it's, that's the best bit it's just but meeting I th- people I think you've done that massively there is like a, a, a whole social kind of hub thing really that is built um, with the sort of combination of, of the podcast that you've done for such a long time now and the social media aspect of it and then the whole thing yearly just comes together in the Crimbo Crawl and it's just brilliant because it's, it's, if you were being really on one extreme you'd say oh you've built a brand which is a bit to commercial, but you've actually built a community. Is the way I prefer to look at it. Yeah, and that's fair. Yeah. Well, thank thank you for saying. Appreciate appreciate that. But we're supposed to be talking to you about your yeah. podcast, not <laughs> carry on interviewing next time. <laughs> I did say all about Steve. It always ends up that way. So you're very good at that. Very good. So so the intention going forward for Beers Without Frontiers is to continue that sort of regional and, and, and local focus? I think a mix of that and other stuff. You know, like we said, we've done shows that have just been the three of us sat drinking beer on something that's quite topical, like the Brute IPA one or something. We don't want to be just about what's local because ultimately then why would anyone in I don't know Newcastle even listen to what we're talking about? We want to kind of do a mix really of of just what's happening at the moment and great beers that you can find with hey let's just talk to local people as well and getting a balance of it really so that's you know we've got people that we want to speak to over the next few months try and get something sorted out or whatever but yeah just to sort of carry on we think putting it out monthly strikes the right sort of balance as well i mean weekly as you guys probably found out is is kind of a bit of a it became too much for us yeah yeah, yeah. It, it started to feel like a bit of a chore mm. you know whether it be just arranging we, we could always be free once a week and then for steve a second night free to do the editing yeah mm. and you know yourself simon doing the editing it's not an easy easy task yeah it varies from show to show sometimes you know i've spent three days editing before now and other times it's like you don't need to do too much at all but it's all stuff that that adds up um and so like you say you want to keep it balanced really where it's something that's fun to do and uh and uh you know puts put good content out as well yeah that's important if you you'd run the risk of it not being as good if you're doing it too often yeah well that's sometimes can be it can't it sometimes it feels like we could do one quite often yeah. because there's loads going on and other times it's like oh what are we going to do for this one then mm. because actually it's like 
you know, there's only so many new beers out to try, or there's only, you know, and then there's only so much you can talk about those beers, and then if you've got no other theme around it, it kind of gets a bit like, okay, it feels like you're making something yeah. out of yeah. thin air. Kind and you don't of want thing. it to sound a bit jaded as well. Yeah. I mean, what what was a bit frustrating for us is when we switched to every two weeks is that something would near enough always happen on the Tuesday after we recorded. <laughs> yeah. Near enough guaranteed, yeah. something would drop. It was like, for goodness sake, why can't that be 24 hours earlier? You kind of miss it, don't you? Yeah, because yeah. it's now yeah. 13 days later, which yeah. case it's not really news anymore. It's like the old yeah. thing, you know, today's, today's news, tomorrow's fish and chip wrapper yeah. kind of thing. I think, I think as, as Simon, you, you alluded to earlier on that there are, certainly over this last year, there, there's been an absolute influx of, of beer podcasts. Now, yeah. now, and I I try to keep up with them because I, I do like to to, to to listen to the competition, see what yeah. they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. also, also obviously, we, we we run the directory on our website, and I, I like to try and keep that as up to date as, as possible as a reference point for people that are looking for beery content. And I think it's it's getting you can from some of the new ones that are coming up, and you listen to them, and you and you you're almost like this is the same formula now. It, it's yeah. it's getting very difficult to almost find your USP mm. with, within what is now a very busy market, yeah. and, and I think that that ideal that you've got of, of trying to stay local and, and, and bring those local stories to a to a national audience is one of those things that will ultimately begin to set you apart from yeah, the crowd a definitely. little bit. I think yeah, as long as we don't tread on anybody else's toes, men behaving badly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel there's a bit of a turf war. Yeah, I want, I want, I want you guys to record together and just watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. East, can we come and ref that? Yeah, East meets West Midlands. Um, yeah, uh, Pod Wars. Pod Wars. Pod oh. Wars. It sounds like it sounds like Simon's laying down the challenge yeah. here and now to the bit having a bit badly boys. I, I, yeah. I, I don't. I, th- I think it still works. I don't think there's too much where you tread on each other's toes. I think there's a good combo. And again, what works, and I think I was saying saying it yesterday, is that um, it's the conversational style of podcasting. But I like the sort of ones where people are just chatting and stuff comes out of it. I do like the interviews, but I don't like it when it's just an interview, then an interview, and an interview, because that's just a Q&A then, yeah. Yeah. and you don't get the chance to, you don't always learn anything new sometimes with an interview anyway, because how many times can you ask the same question to people who've probably heard that question a hundred times already? Yeah. yeah. When they become part of it, like the, the one you did with Machinistas, I thought you got a really good balance between just having a conversation with them and actually getting the info as well, Yeah. and that's when it works. Yeah. That, that all felt like it was all kind of backloaded because you did all the chatty stuff with them yeah and then it was only towards the end that you had the the discussions with them about the brewery yeah, yeah. and I, that was a great balance because otherwise it essentially becomes a hour hour and a half long advert for a single brewery yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so no the the conversation so that's why i was saying it, i messaged men behaving badly when they said they were hoping to do more interviews and i said great but it's the conversation between the three of you, like when they did the cloud water beers, because they are on a journey, yep. and it's great hearing the three of them have that journey together. It's, yeah. it's good fun listening to them. Yeah, I, I just sorry, I got a bit lost there when you said that when they had the cloud water beers. I'm still struggling with the order that they did those beers in. <laughs> oh, they did the wrong order completely. <laughs> there is no rhyme or reason <laughs> to starting off with the darkest beer <laughs> and then working your way back to the power and then going not really getting much from this power. 
wonder why. <laughs> Two dark beers and a DDH yeah. beforehand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was completely the wrong way. Yeah, but that's that's kind of what I love about what they do. Yeah. Like you say, they're on a journey. And yeah, you, you know, you can listen to. Yeah. They are effectively making it up as they go along. Yeah. <laughs> but it's enormous fun listening to them, the yeah. same as you Do guys. That. I would say you guys are probably further into your beer journey, so your podcast isn't natural, isn't doing the natural bit of the, the journey. Mm. But I said that vo- local voice. Doing, I love the Brute IPA one because it, it convinced me that it wasn't really anything I needed to try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you very much. Public service. But just just on that, and take it off on a slight tangent. Not like us. <laughs> that. Um, has really proved to be a real flash in the pan style. Mm. People thought it was the, the next big thing, the next big trend, but already it's just gone. Yeah, Where, yeah, you don't see too much yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Hamilton still have the is it Iron Brute? Yeah, and I think Marble have just put out the one that I was raving about, Guillotine. Yeah, they've just put that out in cans. But I'm, I'm literally, I, I had one a few weeks ago and I got to a point and I was like, yeah, I've, I've already lost interest in this as a style. No, I mean, the New England might not be my cup of tea a lot of the time, but I get what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I get, I, I think I understand the style. Yeah. With the yeah. brew, I don't really understand what, what it was trying to be or trying to do. Mm. Yeah. Might have to go to San Diego or somewhere like that to try one from one of the original sources. Well, okay. that's kind of what we said. We were like, yep. there, was like also, there was that little bit of... We've got no frame of reference because we've yeah. never had the original to know is this a good style, not good style, yeah. and you know. And then there was like the cloud water one; they then soured it as well, hadn't they? It was so a brute sour yeah. kind of combo. Kind of yeah. Like, well, why was did they do that? And yeah, <laughs> yeah, Clayton's doing it. Yeah, Clayton's going white. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sort of thing happened again because a, a lot of the a lot of the big breweries in the UK that kind of come about some of those ones that are always in front of a style or on top of a style then started bastardising that style yeah. and it, it, it stopped just being a brute IPA it was mm. a brute IPA with grape extract and it was like well you, you've taken what was the original concept yeah. and you're trying to make it into something even different yeah, yeah. different <laughs> we just more, make, we, more different are we just making words up now yeah yeah, yeah why not <laughs> um, but, but yeah, and it's... Um, right, I, don't think it, I don't think it had enough time to breathe as a style to start no. mucking no, it up. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. Yeah, it's only turned up, and within seconds, people are going, oh, we're going to do a twist on this style that most people ain't tried already. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I think, I think the reference point was, is, is an excellent one as well, because I've, I've, probably most of us came into this journey and maybe would have started off with a Sierra Nevada parallel. There's your reference point for, yeah. for, for a parallel. It's like, that's what I know a great beer should taste like. Mm. And then you almost measure everything against that original thing yeah. that you had. I don't think any of us ever got to try the original brute IPA that was created in San Diego by a, essentially a chef. Yeah. Yeah, is, yeah. It, is it champagne yeast that they use? Yeah. Because yeah. the only other beer I know that uses champagne yeast is the marriage parfait. It, it's the champagne, but it was not And it's also that the enzyme, enzyme that they add to dry it out. That oh, that's the one that you oh, oh, yeah. What's that enzyme? <laughs> <laughs> Amylo glucosidase. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not even going there. No. <laughs> yeah, funny enough, Charles and Simon yeah. were the same as well. It was like, you know. <laughs> I'm going to get a t shirt with that on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Words I can't say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't pay per letter then. No. That'll cost you a fortune. <laughs> it's one of the curious beers uh, re fermented on champagne yeast. Oh yeah, it could be. Yes, I think you're right there. But yeah, the, um, the, the my starting point for a champagne yeast in a beer is the marriage parfait, which I think is an adorable beer. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to use champagne yeast and it's not as good as that, even if it's a different beer, it's not good. <laughs> Again, it's, it's having that benchmark beer, yeah. isn't it? So although it's a different style, but I, I find marriage parfait superbly yeah. drinkable Belgian beer. 
So yeah, if you've got to use champagne, you use your will. Or just don't bother. Maybe that, that could be an interesting show for the future. We, we get a benchmark beer, and then we find the most bastardised version of it that we can. <laughs> That's, yes, that might be a long show. <laughs> but then we're going to slate a whole load of beers. No, I'm not saying slate, just saying that, you know, this is, this is, your, this is base beer. Yeah. yeah. Look how far... It's gone in the style. style has gone. Oh, we can do that with New England IPAs because when I was in the States, most of mine is gloopy as the ones over here. Mm. Definitely. So at least I was able to uh, refine my reference point for those yeah. recently. That was quite quite handy actually. Mm. They're definitely fruity, but the the gloop, I think it's that it's oats they use over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to thicken up the body. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's the bit which I think. That's, that's for me, that's where I think you get that sugary edge that I don't like yeah, as well. It just adds too much for me, whereas a couple of ones I had at Trillium didn't feel like they had that great big body. Name dropper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was at Trillium. <laughs> Maybe not one of the breweries you want to be name dropping at the moment. <laughs> yeah, moving on. No, yeah, I mean, no, but seriously, I mean, when I read about that, because I, 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 I can picture that place. And there aren't that many people. There's a, the people who do the actual shop front bit of it. So you go in, so it's a big square. The right hand side is all the bar, and the one at the back is where they've basically got a massive cold cold store. So everything's coming out there, and they get queues of people for that, and they're paying them front of house as if they're going to get a tip. Well, generally, people don't tip when they're buying stuff to take away. Yeah. No. And they're probably just using a card as well. So it's just going to flash the card, and then they're off, and they're churning out. And, I mean, I saw people buy like, 20 snaps of the beer, it's like 24. There's no limit on the amount that they can buy then? Um, unless there's a special release, but I didn't, there was nothing advertised. I think you you buy, everything comes tonight for minimum of four cans. I think there's a minimum, but the prices were good. Yeah. But when I found out that they were, that's how they were working out, some of them were getting like $4 an hour or something. It's like, that's just ridiculous, $4 an hour. I mean, even with our shitty exchange rate, that's bollocks, that is. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, at least it gave me a chance to try some of those beers with that style and I, I had a slightly different take on them then because I've had the yeah. bastardised versions over here as you put it so eloquently yeah <laughs> maybe think of a better word yeah different title for that show yeah I, I, I think so bastardisation of beer <laughs> <laughs> I might write a book oh no <laughs> no no I think we've established that the spoken word is, is, is my full take yeah. that's, that's, yeah. where that's where we're good Steve yeah um, just bring it back to beers without frontiers <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. segue yeah. Yeah. nobody noticed that um, what's what's next for you guys what, what you got coming up in the next few months um, on the horizon uh, none of this is definite yet but we're looking at possibly doing a, a triannuary uh, special to kind of focus on that in January um, about the whole kind of you know, try something new for January kind of thing, which has taken off the last couple of years, hasn't it? Um, so there's that. Um, hopefully getting to speak to Josh, the head brewer at um, Glasshouse Brewery, which is definitely causing a real stir in the local area. Um, they're actually really highly rated on Untapped now. Um, their beers have started turning up in London, I think, and various other slightly more further out from the Midlands area so that's on our agenda as well to, to speak to him because they're definitely uh, causing a bit of a stir and they did a crowdfund kind of thing as well to open their tap room which should be opening I think January maybe February sort of time or whatever so those those are things but we don't tend to kind of plan as meticulously as you guys um, <laughs> so Steve, Steve can plan for you if you want <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for a fee <laughs> oh there's the yeah. rider this month it's West Coast IPA uh, next <laughs> month the same <laughs> okay he's Something read it crispy yeah. Yeah. He's, he's read the list yeah. Yeah. damn it yeah. <laughs> 
away now. <laughs> this so. month we're going to bitch about Essex Brewery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look forward to hearing about Glasshouse though, because like yeah, I said, there's definitely so. been a bit of noise yeah. about them, and I know you've mentioned them before, so I yeah. look forward to that one and just yeah. find out what they're about. I haven't seen any of their beers yet myself though. No, no, me either. Are they small packing at the moment, or is it Not just all? Not quite yet. I reckon it's going to be in the new year before they start small packing. No. There are, they're, they're definitely going to be doing that. Yeah. Yes. So it's just yeah. tap space they, they they're getting hold of. Yeah. yeah. So enough. obviously we'll, we'll we'll put a link in the show notes, but where where do people find the, the podcast? Um, well, basically, we are on uh, soundcloud.com forward slash beers without frontiers, or you can get us in all the usual podcatchers, which is uh, my preferred way of listening to podcasts. Yeah, um, yep. Through iTunes, Stitcher, we're now on Spotify, uh, all of those, and we're on Twitter uh, at beers underscore frontiers. Fantastic. Well, you're going um, to stay with us and, and, and go through the opinions discussion with us yep but we've got empty glasses we have so we need so to correct that we're gonna just get another beer yep uh, and then we'll get into opinions yep thank you very much guys our glasses have been magically restored and refilled yeah we've decided to go for pints and grown <laughs> considerably in size yeah so we've gone for That's a pint of the all day you got claimed for us all day yeah so it's basically a session IPA yeah. I think it's about three point something percent is it really is it all yeah, yeah. it's great it's flavour yeah something like that yeah, it's got some incredible mm. flavour going on. It's just like really crispy, anyway, really citrusy. Cheers. 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 Let's, uh, let's cheers. just go around the table. What's everyone got in their glasses with? Uh, Juicy Jones, a fruit IPA, 6.5%. Yeah, same with me. So I'm climbing up the ABB ladder now. You guys are Yeah, yeah, we're coming down. We're coming down. We've we've gone up the slide. We're coming down there. Yeah, I'm on the Claudia, which is a hopped wheat beer, 4.5%. And um, yeah, damn good. Yeah, I've had that before. That's that's a really nice beer. That one. Yeah, but I mean, let's face it. You know, another reason we wanted to come to more, not just because of the tap room and the stats, they're all good beers. They're, they're incredible beers. Yeah. So you know, so like they're one of those breweries that consistently produce good beer. Yeah, and not very shouty. No. So you don't see mm-hmm. much about Just yeah. do what they do, don't they? Yeah. 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 And they just get, they literally get on with it. Yeah. But if I see, if I'm out and I do see something for more on tap, I'll often, I'll often have it. So you know, it's a good place. Yeah, yeah. So while we're enjoying this bit, yes, let's um, get into this week's opinions question. Opinions, 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 opinions. Which was well, originally we wasn't going to feature this on the post Crimbo Crawl show because normally we're struggling a little bit while we're recording this. It's been a heavy day the day before, and we just focus on what we've done the day before. Yeah. Um, but we put this question out and it had what can only be described as an overwhelming response. Well, it broke all records. It did. <laughs> By quite some distance. Yeah, yeah. So we, um, we asked the question, are you a fan of cashless pubs, bars and tap rooms? Um, 1,214 votes, Whoa. which is... I think our previous best was just under 800. Yeah. So it's it's almost it's a third better yeah. than, than that. And I have no understanding as to why no, I've, there I, were that many votes and, and that much interest in this. As and well. a lot of comments. Yeah, lots of comments. It wasn't just the votes, it was a yeah. lot of comments. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know where, I mean, it obviously just sparked something for people. Right? Yeah. I was looking at the comments and the votes. I mean, we hit three or 400 votes in an hour or so. Of an hour, yeah. That's yeah. just amazing. Which would normally take us being the nerd that I am and tracking these things as, as, as <laughs> if you've got a spreadsheet on, for that as well it normally takes us until kind of bedtime on Sunday 
to hit that many votes, and, and then there's a slight spike overnight. And then the spike from commu commuting and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so, but yeah, uh, an overwhelming number of votes. So thanks to everybody that voted, and thanks to all of the comments as well. And we are going to dig into some of these comments. Um, but 54% of people said yes, so it was a very close vote as well. And it was kind of moving throughout, throughout the yeah, day. Yeah, I didn't know which way it was going to go. It was getting closer at times. I, I thought that there was, a, there was one moment where I thought, this is just going to creep and it's going to end up at 50-50. I think it's going to be absolutely split down the middle. Um, but in the end, most people saying, yes, they are they are fans of it. Yeah, 54-46. Still close, yeah. though. Yeah. So, um, doing things slightly differently this week, let's get into our views on this, because we're all, we're all sat here around the table. Um Let's let's have let's no then. no warning. I've looked at the notes. You didn't say you're going to ask us first. <laughs> I, was, I was ready for everyone else's comments. I'm not asking you first. Oh, that's right. Uh, so so you can go last if you want. No, I'll go first. Um, actually, the first comment <laughs> on the list is, is Simon's. Oh yeah, so it is. Um, well, this is what yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of cashless. Um, I think it's better for pubs not having to keep cash on site overnight. Um, I believe that you know being cashless may reduce their insurance costs. Um, and I hear the argument that some people have made within this about, you know, cashless um, excludes some people, but there are ways around that, you know, you can you can load money onto a prepaid kind of card and all that sort of thing, and just speedier service, which is kind of, you know, we, we were experiencing that in small bar last night, they're, they're card only now, so, you know, those are the benefits and I, I like that. Because it, it, it's quite timely as well that you mentioned small bar because obviously we were coming to Bristol and, and, and I didn't realise. I think maybe subconsciously I'd seen the discussion happen on Twitter because they went cashless only about a month ago, didn't they? Mm. And it kicked off quite badly over that. They, they, they were getting quite a bit of abuse on, on, on social media over the fact that they were going cashless. Um, but they did put together quite a, an interesting blog, which we'll link through in the show notes, that, that explains their reasons. For, for why they've done it. Now, clearly, I didn't make it into small bar last night. Well, actually I did, I walked in <laughs> and I walked through walked and I walked out again. Um, so I didn't actually experience it, but you guys were all in there last night. Did it Did it make things, did it make it easier? Um, for me yesterday, you usually I'm in the same camp as Simon, but because we had a kitty between the three of us, I was ready with cash. Obviously, I couldn't use the cash when we got there. So I'm assuming the reason why there is cash left is because I must have used the card when, we, when I went to the bar. But I didn't see it being uh, a problem for, any, for anyone who was there. I mean, it was busy when we got there. Um, it, was, it took a little while for us to get our table and seats, etc. Mm. So it, I, they don't appear to have lost custom. I was say, it hasn't affected their business. Doesn't seem to. I mean, surely if it, if it had, you'd switch back anyway, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, see, it'd be easy enough to suddenly switch back to having cash. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, for me. I, I thought I would oh, never... So you're not going to wait until the end? No, okay. no I'll start it now. <laughs> <laughs> Once you start it. Yeah, yeah, you wound me up now. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I think, what, you know, for me, I was always of these things, but I'd always have cash on me. But slowly but surely, subconsciously, I find myself without cash quite a lot now. And I have just got a card, or you can obviously use your phone and even your, your smartwatch these days, can't you? Um, at work, we're cashless, so we can either load up our card, which is our security card, or we can actually use our, our visa for the canteen as well. So there isn't any encouragement there. All the bars near work, I mean, to be honest, I experienced it yesterday, they pass the, um, the card machine straight away. Brewdog did it. As soon as I was about to pay, passed me the card machine. And I think I confused a few places by handing over cash. She was quite surprised in Brewdog when you yeah. got cash out. She was like, oh, cash. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was almost like she'd never seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the generations below 
us around the table aren't yeah. going to see much cash are they? That's quite an assumption that you're making about the people around the table, mate. Come on. Uh, okay, I am making an assumption, but I'm going to stand, I'm going to stand by it, or in my case, sit by it. Um, but for me, one of the things I did jot down a few bits and pieces, I think um, it is conv- it feels convenient to me when it all works. And I think a few people made that, that you are then beholden to technology completely. So if you have a power cut or the internet goes down, then you can have a problem. And I experienced, me and Michelle experienced that on the boat, on the ship, on the last day. Uh, which was a day at sea, so they've got full. The they, all of the PO payment system went down, so they were having to hand write effectively the old slips oh, for wow. everything. And it's a sea day, so everyone was there. <laughs> it was yeah. like a nightmare. They're taking ages. Some people are getting quite ratty about it, and because they've got used to the speedy mm. service, you know, you order, they bring it over, you just sign a bit of paper, but that I think can be a problem. Is that you are then beholden. There isn't really a plan B. So you, you know, people probably don't have the old, or even remember the old card machines as yeah. well, the ones you used to slide across. Um, so for me, the convenience, less risk. I agree with Simon. I think there's a less risk with the, with, with the lack of cash, um, but also hygiene. Um, notes and coins are a very good way of spreading germs. You've removed that element straight away. And you're an absolute germaphobe anyway, aren't you, sir? Well, I'm because people are selfish with their germs, <laughs> <laughs> or too generous, depending on your point of view. <laughs> yeah. There, there you go. Okay. Carry on. I'm going to have a drink of beer. Clayton, <laughs> um, Vicky, any additional thoughts to add to this? Uh, I voted no, despite the fact that I use my phone for paying for nearly everything these days. I don't think I've ever seen you use cash. No, e- even when we're at, like, at the Owl House at Bottle Share, I've never seen you use cash. No, I haven't. I, I often don't have it on me. Um, but I don't like the exclusionary way that it, by default can block people who don't use cards. Yeah. So it's my, more ideological and practical, my, my kind of objection. Also, ask more if they're taking cards today. Are they not? Broken. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, the contact it's cash it, only here today. Contactless bit wasn't working in the first place, and yeah. I think yeah. it's gone completely, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, so if you came in here with no cash today, you'd, uh, yeah. you'd be leaving. And for them, so that's the problem then, isn't it? So this is the... My, this is why I like the cards, is that whole, I don't, again, I'm another one who doesn't have much cash anymore, and um, then suddenly you're in a strange city, you've got to find a cash point. Yes, and you've a got, lot of people were saying that on, yeah. on some of the comments. And you've got yeah. that whole thing about, mm, well, I've got to look behind me, who's, you know, um, again, the whole thing with women is like, I still haven't quite got away from not carrying a handbag yet, but there's a part of me that's thinking, actually, I've got my watch, I've got my phone, I've got my, I've got, I've got payment methods in any other way other than cash. <laughs> and um, I still haven't quite got away from not having a handbag yet, but actually it'd be quite nice to not have a handbag. Yeah, know, not carrying so, yeah. the same ground, it's less fun as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. just, just taking that example of, of, of where more is in, in, in terms of Bristol, mm. I mean, it is, it's, it's on the edge of an industrial estate. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's very few residential areas immediately what you can see. And those are the, the cash point. The, the, there isn't even a shop. The, yeah. the town centre is, is a 10 minute walk from here. Yeah. So if you came here today and you were specifically coming here to have a drink and you hadn't bought any cash with you. Or to buy some takeaway. You're essentially stumped yeah. now. You, yeah. you can't, you're, you're done. Yes, you that's what I'm saying. You have to go somewhere there isn't a plan. There isn't a plan B yeah. sometimes. And yeah. the plan B, if it's just cash, means that people don't often always carry cash. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with Clayton, I think. 
excluding uh, potential for whatever reason uh, is problematic. Um, but personally, it's, it's a different thing, isn't it? Most people, a lot of people do have access to pay without using cash. Yeah. But if you're excluding people who either had never bought it, some people don't need to still buy into banks, do they? Don't want to have a bank account and still want to use cash. Um, then that can be problematic, but I don't think every, it's going to be a long time before we see completely cashless. I, I, hope, I hope so. I hope it's a long time. I mean, I obviously don't get to vote on, on these, but I would have voted on the side of no, um, purely because I like to have the option of cash or card, dependent on what, what the situation is. And I also, again, to, to echo some of the comments that were made, I if I'm, if I'm going on a night or a day out, I'd like to have kind of a budget, what I've set myself, and I'll have that, generally have that in cash in my pocket. But if I know I've got to go somewhere that's card only, then I've got to adjust my budget to make sure I leave some money in my bank to, to cover what I'm going to pay. Well, you definitely would have had to adjust your budget yesterday because I, I had your cash. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it would appear that when I made it to McDonald's, I paid by card. <laughs> my bank account this morning. Probably because I felt as though I wouldn't be able to actually order anything at the bar. <laughs> I'm better off just pushing Pr- buttons on the buttons. machine. Yeah. Pretty much like we did in Manchester, we just ordered all the nuggets. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> so um, let's let's dive into some of the comments that, that, that we've got. Some And, and there's, there's going to be a lot of echoing here, what, what we've already said. Yeah, but I think it's worth showing well. out a lot of these because people were very inter- interested yeah. and engaged in this one. Yeah. Um, so first up, um, Sat at Satis many S's. Uh, don't think it affects me as I was in small bar not long ago. I think it benefits the way the retailer more. Suppose it won't be long before we become a cashless society anyway and that's that's what we're just saying. It's I think we're along. I still, I still think we're a couple of generations away from that. Yeah, it's going in the direction but it's happening. It's, like I said, I've, I've noticed it over the last 18 months uh, I'd carry cashless but not deliberately. It just sort of happens because I know that I can pay with watch, phone, plastic, you know, yeah. I mean, we, we do, me and Clayton do beer orders together, but there's no cash being swapped between us. No, it's just it's just numbers being... Pinged across. Transferred. You, you, know, yeah. you order some beers, I say, I'll pay you, or Clayton does, or I do it, we just switch money around. Yeah. But don't actually say, oh, well, I'll, give you, I'll give you a tenner when I next see you. That yeah. doesn't happen. Um, so, James at Gavin Barron, who uh, was out with us yesterday, um, does make having a whip round difficult. Yes. Yeah, we're not at a stage yet where I'm going to give you my card for the evening. Oh, no, 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 to be quite honest, I do like, I don't mind holding Kitty, I don't want to be holding three or four cards. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you a security risk. Yeah, yeah, single person risk there. Yeah. And which one did I use at the last bar? So yeah. Which one do I yeah, use yeah, yeah, you need to just one, yeah. rotate it around. <laughs> Gavin Hutsby at Sir Gawain82. Personally, cash is king for me when it comes to a night out and eating out. Easier to split bills, manage budget, budget and reward. Good, good service. The last bit's a good point. I've, I have been caught out at restaurants not having the ability to, to tip mm. in cash. That's a failing of mine. Yeah. And I am not a fan of tipping on the machine yeah. because I'm not always convinced that goes to your server. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That yeah. goes into a pot that is then split between yeah. all the servers. If I've had exceptional service, I want to reward that server that served me. Yes. No, no, I agree. And I, I, I openly say catches me out near enough all the time now because I don't have cash. Yeah. So therefore you get to the bill, and fine, pay the bill. And, Anything to leave a tip, sort of scrabbling around for some yeah. coins in the rucksack or something. <laughs> yeah, we've so, done that before oh, now, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Who's got some cash? And you go, I've got the wrong trousers on, all the changes in my old tra- in my work trousers, and I'm you know, so yeah. That's getting inside information about your tutorial <laughs> elegance there. Simon has two pairs of trousers. There you go, yeah. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You've been outed. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so the, for Mark Johnson, nope. I expect the majority of established establishments to offer cash and card in today's society, but excluding cash is to exclude large numbers of society. Disgusting. Also, I tip an awful lot, and getting rid of that option sucks big time. I think Mark's on the fence on this one. I think he is, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's not going either way. No, he hasn't really made it very clear, has he? No. Um, and then John Rogers at JM Rogers 2000, an old fuddy-duddy in this respect, just like to go out with a certain amount to spend and not go beyond it because I ain't got it. Probably a generation thing. But it's very similar to what you said. Yeah, and oh. we had a lot of comments saying that yeah. sort of thing as well. That they just People just like to take an amount of cash out of the evening. And, or sometimes that can be a bit of a... It can end your evening for you when you need your evening to end. So all my cash has gone, going to have to go home now. Is that your excuse yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got any cash on me. I'm not going to go back to see Martin. Not, not, not yeah. all of the iced modus. A <laughs> <laughs> drunk. Uh, Richard Swindells at Rich Swin. I said no, but I can see why it'd be less of a risk for the owners. Not having cash on site makes the business less of a target. However, we're not a cashless society yet, so why exclude potential revenue? And I think it's the exclusion thing, I think is where a lot of people were coming on the, uh, the no vote. Yeah, and it was interesting, uh, um, Richard's comment there, Mark's, John, Mark, Mark's comment as well, got quite a lot of heated discussion yes, going. it did. As, as well, because there was the whole, that whole exclusion thing of, you know, some people can't get bank cards yeah. for, for, for whatever reason. And that's it, and, and uh, you know, again, Simon made the point, but you, you can, but some people just don't buy into it. They don't, they want cash. They're used to cash. What? Whatever their background is, for whatever reason, they trust having cash in their pocket. So, points of brew at points underscore of underscore brew. See, these are the ones I shouldn't do. Read out yeah. the underscores. Cynics will say that bars are going cashless so people spend more and don't keep track of their spending, but it's today's society. Contactless has made cash redundant in a lot of circumstances. Again, a valid point. And, and actually, uh, you, you, it's easy to, get, to just use your card. You can spend more than you want to. Then you, oh, look, yeah. you look at it the next day and... Why do I use my card three times in one place, kind of thing? It's like because you thought it was okay because it's there's no real money. There is a there is a convenience thing there as well. That I mean, I've I've been out on, on many occasions where I've maybe gone out and forgotten my wallet, and you've got your phone, and you're like, well, I, 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 I can buy stuff on my phone, and it's just it's a convenience thing more than I, I actually planned for this. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah, I think, and convenience is a big thing. Convenience does make you spend a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But also there's that, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes in a crowded bar, you can't actually sometimes hear exactly how much your bar bill yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're just handing over a card, you're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whereas sometimes I've done that, do I hand over a fiver? Will that be enough? Or do I hand over a tenner? Will that be enough? And sometimes you've done that, haven't you? You hand over a tenner. And if you're lucky, you get some change. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. oh, oh, you hold up the note and look yeah. at it and go, yeah. and they're like, yeah. no. <laughs> are you having a laugh? Yeah. Yeah. Can't yeah. pay with one of those red ones in here. Yeah. <laughs> Needs to be a bit bluer. Yeah. <laughs> um, from Boken Bailey at Boken Bailey, they said, "Are we fans of no? Understand the business case, but no, both, please." And they then did back that up with um, a, little post. Wrote, uh, a, a blog post um, yeah. around that embedded our poll into it as well. So that might have definitely contributed to a number of votes. So I've got to think, but it was so interesting to see their view. Views so on the it as award-winning well. podcast inspired some <laughs> award-winning writers. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. It's like. Beer, beer writing will eat itself, <laughs> or beer communicating will eat itself. And then we got something from uh, Steve at Beer Nouveau, at Beer Nouveau. We take card as well as cash, we're not anti-card. About half our transactions now are card, but half are still cash. 
and while people want to pay by cash we'll keep taking it makes sense that's probably a sense, fairly sensible yeah. way of looking at it isn't it I mean, it's that whole either or thing isn't it yeah. it's, it's give people the option because that way you're not excluding anybody yes it's the, uh, you know it's, it's, it's probably just the excluding bit which is probably the, the, the I think the problem for most people yeah. rather than personal preferences almost mm-hmm. yeah uh, Paul at UNRCD who also joined us yes uh, both for the pre-Crimbo call and the Crimbo call with yeah. his missus great to see um, I voted no because I like the option of both easier to work out how much you have spent on a night out if you use cash it wouldn't put me off a place if it was cash or so so again you know ticks, ticks a few yeah. boxes there yeah and like, like I say I think it's um, a lot of people were saying a lot of similar things yeah. with, with this poll and we, we could have spent hours going through all of the comments and, and, and talking about those for this one because it, it was it did it yeah. did spark um, a, a lot of debate on, on, on that and as always we're massively grateful for everybody that, that, that got involved in this the, the, the discussion yeah I mean you even got a comment from um, a new bar opening in South End I know Essex. yeah I, I put that on there because I had no idea there was a new bar opening in South End <laughs> well I only, I only knew it because they, they, they had an advert in the programme at the Rockford Beer Festival oh okay when I went there last week so that's from Craftwork and they're saying that their new bar in South End is going to be card only they're going straight in card only so no, they're not opening with cash straight into yeah. card only I suppose time will tell a, a new bar opening <laughs> a, a new opening going card only yeah. rather than the other example of small bar which have previously been both yeah. and have now gone to card only this is a, a, a new venture yeah straight away straight card away, only yeah. so they've, they've obviously taken that's a business decision I presume yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think some of the, one of the other points that I think was quite interesting here was when uh, people were saying it's definitely it's definitely a big benefit for the retailer oh without a doubt yeah so they're, they're thinking about it from their point of view which is fair enough it's their business yeah. Um, but yeah it'll be interesting it might be worth watching that to see we get any, maybe get some feedback from them I, th- I think so and as, as always there's um, you can link through to the poll in the show notes and, and that will show you all the comments if, if, if you want to read through those um, if you've still got a view on this one we're always happy to uh, take more comments use the hashtag opinions and, and, and get involved in, uh, in in the discussion yeah no I loved uh, reading all the uh, yeah. discussions and, this, and the ones which went off on the side as well Yeah. so definitely sparked people's interest but I had no idea it would spark people's interest in quite that uh, way. Just, no, it was unbelievable. Just watching the votes, just go, just like through the roof. How did it go, Steve? I didn't know we had voting sound effects as well. I do. I sit there at home on Sunday night and go, just Makes it much more interesting. So this is turning out to have a lot of revelations on this podcast. Simon's trousers and what you do on a Sunday night. So we're all... Unconnected, by the way. <laughs> We're all ploughing through these beers. Um, I'm loving this session IPA. Uh, yeah, this session IPA is just so drinkable. How's the, uh, the, the the Claudia over there? It's great. It's it's just a, a new dimension on a, on a wheat beer, really, by making it more hopped. It's it's kind of that, you know, just a, a modern twist on a wheat beer. Really loving it. I don't know about you, Clayton, but this fruit IPA is going down really well. Yeah, it's yeah. hitting the spot. Well, you're, I mean, you're, Clayton's got a pint. You're well over halfway through it, aren't you? Yeah, so yeah. that's usually a decent, decent enough sign, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not nursing this one at all. No, <laughs> no, not, not at all. Just smashing out, <laughs> smashing out, powering through. through. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think we're pretty much there, aren't we? I think we're there. Or have you got? Was there one question in particular that you wanted to cover off today? 
Is, is that, that? Is that? Did you want to do the Bond questions? Oh yeah, I did have. I did have an answer to that because um, we, we we weren't going to do bitter and lingonist today you. because we had a lot of other content to cover. But we did have one question in particular that was based on our last show, which yeah. was the, the the spy who loved me opinions on film shows. So, yes. um, Martin was it was it Rob who asked the question? For two hours was it Robert Robert's beer? <laughs> two hours, as if it was two hours five. Um, <laughs> The, um, the question asked, I think it was Rob, uh, Rob's beer, obviously, he said if uh, it was basically Bond as a beer. So effectively almost matching a Bond and a beer. So in order... Which Sean, I couldn't do, so I left this one do. to you. Um, yeah. So Sean Connery, I've gone for a Brewdog Albino Squid Assassin. Uh, Scottish and the Assassin bit. Okay, nice. Um, George Lazenby, I went for Pirate Life Stout. Uh, Australian beer, Lazenby was Australian. Perfect winter beer, the stout, and Honor Majesty's Secret Service was set high up in the mountain in wintertime as well. He's actually put some thought into this, isn't he? <laughs> I had a great time doing this on the track. Yeah. Mate, I'd be mean, glad you were in the hotel when he started talking Doctor Who with Terry. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Back to Bond. Yeah, Roger Moore, Gun Brewery Scaramanga. Obvious one, that. Yeah, that was, yeah. That, 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 was, that was the first one. That was easy. Yeah. Man with the Golden Gun, Scaramanga, Pale, it's, it was all there. Uh, Timothy Dalton, that was oh, that proved hard for me. Timothy Dalton one. Worst Bond. Uh, uh, no, I would say, oh, no, don't get me started. Um, uh, Tiny Rebel Fool Nelson, I've gone for. Um, because he was a new type of Bond for a new world at the time, probably a bit ahead of his time, actually, uh, Timothy Dalton. Um, new World Hops. It, also, Timothy Dalton. Great for geeks. Doctor Who, Bond, and Flash Gordon. Gordon's alive! Thank you very much. <laughs> See, I knew we could fit that in if we tried. And uh, so Piers Brosnan, I've gone for Galway Bay Full Sail, the Irish connection with the Galway Bay, and the Full Sail because of that awful CGI in his last film, Die Another Day, when he's oh, on, that. on the water, yeah. and it looks awful that bit. That, that was definitely a jump the shark moment for Bond yeah. and his Bond. And um, Daniel Cray, who've gone for Beaver Town Neck Oil. Because he isn't one to savour a beer, and Heineken, he did drink Heineken in his first two films as well. <laughs> <laughs> Although, just I did give myself a little note here. Uh, in Daniel Craig's case, a can would be really impractical, so he wouldn't be able to use the can as a, a weapon. <laughs> I'm sure he could find a way. Sure yeah, he's not, Bond after all. Not, not as easy as a bottle, though. So that 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 was the question I answered. Brilliant. I had a great time putting that together. Fantastic. You, you put a lot of thought into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thanks to, uh, to 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 Rob for that question. And we will um we will bring back the full questions and bitter and lingonis in, in in the next show. It's just obviously it's uh that this was more about what we've been doing over the last couple of days. Yes. So just before we wrap up, I want to say uh, a few thank yous to everyone. So firstly, thanks to Simon and Vicky for, thank for, for joining us. Yeah, thank um, you for, uh, for, us. For, for this. Uh, thanks Clayton for inputting your. Uh, about ten words this year, which, is, <laughs> which is more more than normal. Um, thanks massively to everyone that came along on Crimbo Call with yep. us yesterday. Um, thanks to Lost and Grounded for, for hosting us. Uh, thanks to Moore for hosting us. Thanks to Wild for doing something. And thanks to all the other bars that put up with 30-odd people turning up on the first weekend in December. Yeah, yeah, I can only echo that. Thanks to everyone. Um, and we are really in a brewery. We're not in a coffee house, yeah. in case anyone's yeah. wondering. Yeah, yeah. We, are, we are actually now in an open tap room, which is why there's been yeah. uh, uh, a But the only thing you can hear is coffee. Yeah. Normally, there's, there's, normally there's other things going on. but yeah, everyone's not been, much beer being ordered. No, it's, right it's all about coffee. So every, this table. Everyone, everyone drank stout yesterday, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, thanks to everyone. Uh, what's, what's the, we've only got one more show, Steve. 
this year, yeah, which is going to be uh, the review of 2018. So we're going to take a, a look back at the the, the year. Um, we're going to have a look at things like favourite beers, favourite beer adventures, what we've been up, what we've, what we've been up to, what we've enjoyed during the year. We're going to do kind of a condensed golden pints within that as well, focusing on a few. Listeners hope it's condensed. <laughs> no, it will be condensed. Um, focusing on a few um, specific categories within that. Um, and we're also going to be drinking some beers along a theme of um, are you buying beers because you want to taste them and what they taste like, or are you buying some beers to age them and hope their value increases because you age them? So as, as part of that, we are going to be enjoying quite a range of beers. On, so it's going to be a proper end-of-season review then? Yeah, yeah, we're doing uh, the four Fuller's and Marble collaborations that were released last year. The, uh, the, the, the prize. Gals Prize yeah. Old Owls, each in a different barrel age. Yep. Lowest one is about ten and a half percent. Yeah, yeah. What could go wrong on a Monday yeah, night? Yeah, so we're doing those four, and then if that wasn't enough, we're doing the uh, the annual, the traditional, traditional uh, drinking last year's Fuller's Vintage to see how it's it's moved on. Brilliant. And I think that's it. So, well, cheers, everyone. Cheers. 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 cheers.